This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up, After Buzzers? We're back here for Botch Season 5. We got Pixie Fox, the human cartoon, a lot of baggage under the eyes, lumpy bumpy nose and the hottest potato chip in the whole world stay tuned you're tuned in to after buzz tv the espn of tv talk now let the buzz we gotta dance because we're celebrating this new season everyone thank you so much for joining us I am your host, Julie Bear, uh, back again for another season of Botch. I am super, super excited to be with, reunited with my ladies. How are you guys doing? Awesome. Good, doing great. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for people who are first tuning in, guys, let us know, like, for, what are your names? Why do you cover this show? Any relationship with plastic surgery, cosmetic surgery, all that good stuff. Hey, you guys. It feels good to be back. It's your girl, Nicole Hutchins. I'm Abigail Freyer, and uh, I am a regional manager of medical spas, so I do a lot of consultations on very basic um, procedures that can be done to improve yourself aesthetically. I have a little bit of experience with consultations for actual surgery, but mostly we kind of focus on, you know, the, the no rebound. Uh, you're not you're not going to die from it or anything like that. <laughs> awesome. Well, mine's, my reason's a little less, you know, evasive, <laughs> not too much. Um, I'm actually a beauty blogger. I just love anything that has to do with skincare. I love surgeries, even though I haven't had any, but, you know, there you go. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing. Uh, yeah, I just, I've been enjoying this show for quite some time now I covered uh, the last two seasons of it so if you haven't seen that make sure to go check that out we have a packed show for you today we're going to be talking about all these new patients from you know the human cartoon to the lumpy bumpy nose as I mentioned Uh, we have some basketball boobs and we also have have Tiny from uh, Tiny and (laughs) T.I. show up and make a little cameo and of course at the end of the episode we have not one but two special segments that you're not going to want to miss so you'll make sure to stay tuned till the very end of the episode when we can get to all that fun stuff. We're tonight uh, breaking down episodes one and two of season five because the premiere was last week. So we'll mainly, we'll start with episode one. And in episode one, we had um, Miss Pixie Fox, the human cartoon. I have to say, I don't think I've ever encountered anyone with that physique. What about you guys? No, that was just a bit much for me. I've never seen anyone with a, a waist snatch like that. I don't know if I can really say I don't even know if I would call it snatch. Yeah. Like, that was scary. It made me uneasy. Mm. I'm like, you get in a fight with her, push her or something, <laughs> like she's going to snap in half. And even with the corset, it was even... Because I feel like, honestly, when they were doing the video of her, just her body and whatever without any of like the corset or anything else alterated, um, it looked 
it looked fine. Like, it didn't, I mean, not fine. Like, she had a small waist, but you weren't, like, creeped out by it. But I think when she put the corset on, it was a little creepy, you know? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I I thought the same thing, that she was going to tip over. Because it was just... (laughs) Oh, my God. The trunk of, like, her body. I don't know how it's holding her together. And then she's got, like, the, you know... Booze that are just, it's like, it's she's just top, very top yeah. heavy. Yeah. It, it's, it's a crazy. lot. She's actually a returning patient. So she was in season three, uh, back in season three, they decided not to operate on her. And so she's hoping that this time around they will. She's had so many surgeries in the last year. They were said, they were saying more than 15, which is such a huge, large That's number. That's not safe for your body. No, not at all. I'm, I'm really concerned for her. Like all that, just, I, I like to call it tension on your body. Like just, I, I don't know. That's just, that's scary. Fifteen. I like, think a really cool like show would be like an undercover docu series where like you go and you kind of like search out the people that are performing stuff like this because it's wild to me the amount of because I, I understand that these are the top notch people and you get what you pay for but almost at some point it's like really the bottom of the like the the cheapest way to correct whatever you're looking for it shouldn't be something that's going to put you in harm's way. Absolutely. You know? I just. Well, you're going under. These are invasive surgeries. Yeah. There's anesthesia involved. There's surgery. Literally, they're cutting your flesh open, <laughs> right. putting in, you know, prosthetics or, you know, all these things. So, yeah, her body's been through a lot, and she's hoping that they're going to, Dr. Debro and Dr. Nassif are going to make her forehead smaller because after her few eyebrow lifts, she thinks it's too big. Um, were you guys hoping that were were you guys hoping that they would do that surgery? No. Why is that? That's just where it comes to a point where like you're paranoid. You need to understand like what's realistic. And these are I I feel like even this episode more the second episode like you're talking to doctors. This isn't they're, they're medical professionals. Yeah. They're not celebrities. They're not gossip columnists. Like they're they're professional physicians. Like. Why would you think someone would do that? And what what's her view? I mean, obviously, uh, her views on her image are very skewed because right. when I look at her face, I don't see anything no. wrong with her forehead. But apparently, she feels that way. Right. Um, what do what do they it's call an it? Obsession. Um, well, I mean, what the, do they call it? It's a it's a psychological. It is. Something. It's like people um, that are um, anorexic. A lot of times, they have body dysmorphia. There we go. Yeah. Body dysmorphia. Yeah. It's I, yeah. Yeah, she just, again, like, wanting to look like a cartoon, having people drag you and making you look like this superhero is just, I believe she's taking it a little too far, and I was happy that they decided not to operate on that. you're not a cartoon. You're a person. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Um, she's had some significant surgeries, as we mentioned. Uh, she has six ribs removed. She has pubic hair put into her eyes for right. her, as eyelashes. Uh, some of these, you know, she's had, she calls it the doll um, P word. I'm not sure if I can say that, but you know, like the vagina, <laughs> the doll vagina. Um, all these things. Some of these surgeries I had not heard about before. Had you? Were you surprised? There's anymore? vaginal rejuvenation mm-hmm. um, surgeries. And like a lot of women also have a vaginal reconstruction after, like, uh, it's basically done duly when they get birth um so they go in and they basically just like tighten everything up mm-hmm. it's depending you know if you have natural childbirth it's normal to tear during childbirth a little bit um, wait so they do it right after they've yeah. had the child mm-hmm. maybe not that day but it's, it's well, almost a yeah, procedure where you're in the hospital soon. for the same you know you're gonna remain in the hospital to, yeah. to do that um just because it's like one and done kind of a thing which i think if it, if there's a purpose for it where you really do need something she clearly has not given birth I don't even know if her frame at this point can carry a child. Um, that part. Right. <laughs> like, you know, I, just, I really don't know. You're really creating a lot of complications for yourself. I'm yeah. just, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm just thinking about all that 
stuff going on down there, like having a, a vaginal rejuvenation. Then you're talking about pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And, Sorry, that was just a lot. And, yeah, and just, uh, a just, lot of people, I mean, honestly, uh, with vaginal reconstruction, like, it's actually pretty common. Mm. Um, especially if it's, and now I'm getting like, but if it's the outer labia, like, that is actually redone a lot on people. Mm. Just like, because they don't like the way it looks, which I know sounds silly. Um, most porn stars have it. Oh. Um, so they, they actually, like, cut it. And then it just like lays nicely. But isn't it just okay? We're not going to get into that. <laughs> um, yeah. No, because we have actually. <laughs> Sorry, no, but like that's a, that's a fairly common one. Yeah. I don't I don't necessarily know with hers if they did something more, mm. but yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she she was definitely something very entertaining nonetheless. Um, after her, we had someone who came in and she was saying that she has uh, Noray, her was her name, and she has a lot of baggage under her eyes. Um, she was a model and felt insecure that because that the people around her were getting jobs because they were looked younger, so she wanted to look younger. Went to Istanbul, where she's from, uh, and ended up on getting some fat in her under her eyes. She originally wanted to get uh, fillers. Abby, can you speak a little bit more on that? What's the difference between getting fat versus so, fillers? It's actually funny. I was just talking to someone today about this, and they wanted to go have um, like a fat transfer, basically, for underneath their eyes. And I really, honestly, don't ever suggest surgery unless it's necessary. I, I don't see the point in doing that. The recovery time's a lot greater, and also the risks are a lot higher. So with filler, um, it's a hyaluronic acid base. So your body already makes that. So your body's not really going to reject it. Um Restylane is something that would be very common to put under the eye. Uh, It's a very thin filler. It's the thinnest filler. And it lasts about a year. Um, And it just depends on, you know, how much loss of volume you have, how much they'll put in. Uh, Typically between one or two syringes is used for for a person. Mm -hmm. Um, I honestly don't remember how severe hers were. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, they're pretty severe. At least she had she had so much swelling, and she yeah. just was super unhappy with the results. And her doctor actually told her, "Yeah, you're you know what you're saying mm-hmm. is that your body rejected them." And she was like, "Well, if your body's rejecting it, why are you forcing it into my eyes?" Right. Um, so it was a hot mess, and she I was really feeling for her because she just really seemed super super saddened by the whole thing. And she was saying that she'd be happy to just look the way she was mm-hmm. before, not right. even like. what she had intended to look like, just how she was before. And I find that super, super sad. And so they did, did they do a lift, an eyelid lift? Uh, yes, they did an eyelid lift, and okay. they just were ended up. Thankfully, yeah. were able to get rid of the swelling. You can yeah. still, like, honestly, I could still see a difference. Right. You know that bef- prior to surgery and her mm-hmm. now, but again, like she might go down with the swelling with time. What's really like crazy too is if you actually look at people, because like I know personally on me, like these lines drive me nuts. The ones I hate in your nose, them so much, but I refuse to do filler there because, like, really, it's going to end up weighing your face down mm-hmm. more so. So you. you Technically, I guess you want to do filler here first to lift up. So cheekbones? Yeah. But again, I'm not at the age where I feel like a filler is necessary. I mean, unless I'm doing my lips or something. But um, with with today's society, it's so easy. We have filters on everything. We have, um, you know, editing to, to smooth everything. It's really very normal to have a little bit of a line here. It's very normal mm. to have a little bit, not a bag under your eye, but it's normal to have, to notice that you have an under eye. Like, right. To have it be completely the same from here to here is not no. normal. That's no. not, a, that's not a normal thing. You don't even see it on children. So just, uh, just to make sure, you know, that we're clear, she had gotten fat 
right. removed from her eyes, right? So she never actually had the No, she had a fat transfer. So she had fat added. Oh, she had, oh, okay. So she had it from her abdomen and they put it under fillers that on top of that, right? They didn't didn't do fillers fillers at all. Okay. Just Just took fat from one part of her body and then added it to her under eye, which again. I've never heard anything like that before. It's not super common. Normally you cut the skin and then just pull it up to like. Right. Kind of even it, and then I guess you could do a filler underneath, but it's wild. These doctors, smart. these doctors. Uh, but this is why I have to, you know, just like give it up to Dr. Nassif and Dr. They're Debray. so smart because they're so smart and they're taking these really high risk mm-hmm. patients. She was saying that she's seen twenty doctors before them, and they all refused her because it was too high of a risk. Yeah. And they even joke around like, "Wait, are we are we crazy for doing this?" Right. And maybe they are, but you know what? It's successful. Mo- I mean, pretty much every single time. And I just love that they're, that's for me, that's why the show is what it is. And that's what makes it special. Right. The characters like Miss Pixie, you know, she's entertaining, but she's not. That I think that the reason why they don't operate on her is because that there's, there's not a real necessity for it versus helping someone who she was saying, uh, Nareya was saying, listen, when I look at myself in the mirror now that Dr. Debray and Dr. Nassif have done the surgery, I no longer cry. Right. So there's a real purpose to it, I feel right. like. Right. And it's a necessity. It's not like, oh, I have a, like, I don't love this. It's like, actually, you're deformed, mm-hmm. and we, we want to fix that, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so in episode three, those were, we talked about the first two patients, and then the last patient we haven't talked about is she was actually Tiny's best friend. Yes. And she has, crazy. <laughs> crazy, yeah, she's a, she has basketball boobs. And it was funny how they were kind of making fun of her, and her friend were making fun of them. Uh, the left one is super heavy and hard, and it feels like a legit basketball. Uh, uh, baseball, baseball. I, oh my gosh. Okay, so when I saw her breast, I like cringe. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You notice me when I'm watching yes, the episode yes. and I watch she the breast. She can't handle the yeah, breast. I can't handle the I breast. I can, but the noses for me. Yeah. Oh she my can't gosh. wash the noses, no. but I can wash the noses. Yeah. It's so weird. But I don't so know. So we take turns. <laughs> I don't know if when you're watching it, Julie, but it's like I get this like feeling. Like when I know it's not me going through it, but it's like every time a woman's breast is being worked on, it's just like some type of intuition. I don't know, but it was crazy. Mm-hmm. I can imagine feeling having a baseball feeling in my breast that's just yeah it was insane. very graphic and it didn't stop there they were talking about how again another super high risk surgery and there's a high risk that she her nipple might die and they were saying that nipples die and then if they've had patients that's where i lose it man that's where i lose it the holes in the nipples like that is just i can't i can't what do you think it. about the, the shower story? They were saying that some patients will be taking a shower disgu- and they I looked down. I, w- I literally, I, I was, I was eating. I'm always eating during when I'm watching the show, and I was eating, and I literally almost threw up, like full blown. Yeah, yeah. I think I that's saw you scary. Like, a few. That's scary. Yeah. Looking down and having your your like your nipple just goes black and falls off. I know it's that's disgusting. And crazy. she was even saying, "So wait, I could be like getting it on with someone, and then like they, that was too much. They, <laughs> the nipple ends up in their mouth. That's like, grotesque. What? It's not like yeah, it's not uh, yeah. It made the doctors laugh. They're like, no, 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 not that 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 much. But you yeah. know, there's yeah. high risk. Uh, but you know what? Like you know, high risk and high results. Right? She looked great. Right? She yeah. did. She yeah. did look fantastic after. She looked. She looks really good, and she seemed really happy. Um, and Tiny, you know, who has had a lot of plastic surgeries as well, she seemed really happy with her friend mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. 
Uh, but we'll talk a little bit more about Tiny later on in this episode. But before we move on to episode two, because that kind of recaps episode one. Those were our three, yeah. three patients. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit about AfterBuzz TV and what AfterBuzz offers for our lovely listeners? Yes, you guys. So, hey, AfterBuzzers. Our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications, don't be because they are optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments and we'll thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of Talk TV. Thank you for that. Awesome. Well, yeah, make guys, make sure to do that. And if you'd rather listen to a podcast, we're also on pretty much any podcast platform that you can find and make sure to leave us comments because we love keeping the conversation going and we'll shout you out on air and we'll just keep this little botched community going (laughs) Uh, let's head into our review of episode two of a season five so in this episode again a lot of crazy characters we had natasha who believed that who believes that bigger is better (laughs) we had hope who has no who has lost all hope for her boobs and last but not least, we had Stacy with a lumpy, bumpy nose. So we got, I'm sure Abby was cringing because of the nose. Oh my God. When the blood came out. <laughs> For our podcast listeners, Abby's like eyeballs uh, are bulging out of my head. It was like, I was like, oh! <laughs> like, you don't expect that. And then all of a sudden, squirt, like some ketchup. Yeah, that was, <laughs> it was a lot. Definitely uh, caught me off guard. It really did. So let's oh, let's start with her since we're on the topic. Yeah, let's so Stacy, she works in a dental office. She loves her job, but she really hates the fact that everybody always looks at her. And therefore, she has so many hats to try to cover up her nose, which I thought was kind of sad. It's, you know, with her too, it, it was like, I understand where she's coming from. I'm not going to sit here and be like, no, I don't think you need a nose job. But no. at the same time, I think in anything that if you're if you're self conscious about something, it doesn't matter. Someone could literally be looking at you because they're talking to you, and you're gonna be like, "They're looking at my nose." Like mm-hmm. they're probably not. They're probably not looking at your nose. They're probably just having conversation. But it makes you feel so little and uncomfortable that that's all you can think about. Right. So you're not even able insecurity. to engage in like great conversation because you're just super yeah super insecure. So. I see that, and and I get that. And her her nose was botched. I mean, when it went black on that, clearly, end, yeah. I would flip out. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. No. Can you imagine? They like, put oh, a hole in her nose. No. Yeah, exactly. For a year, her nose was like messed up. Yeah, it looked messed up. I think that's how. Like, I hope what she's was going him. through my head. Like, she had to go through that for a whole year. You had mm-hmm. to live with that. Like. I understand why she wanted to wear the hats. Yeah. Like I don't, 100%. I don't blame her. Like hundred percent. I, I probably would have woke up insecure every single day. I don't know how you live like that. No, to be honest no. With and you. she That's did. Sad. She did feel insecure. Husband was saying that you know he he feels that she's stuck in her shell now since this has happened. He really wants to find his wife, and I'm sure that this right. must have put a strain on their relationship. But um, what were your thoughts on his, on the husband? Do you think he's supportive, or was he a little too judgmental? I think he was cool with either way. Yeah, I I thought he could have been a little more supportive. I felt like he was a little judgmental, but I mean, I guess we have to be in his shoes to really understand why. Yeah. Um I think he was being as supportive as he could be, you know, cuz I don't know what that feels like to wake up every day with an insecure 
Why? It's got to be draining. Yeah. There we go. You yeah. know? Yeah. It's like, just do something. Just do something. Throw my water. Just do something so that you stop. Mm, like, yeah. that's got, I feel like that puts a problem on the marriage. Like, uh, I know I'm jumping onto hope, but like, even her, like, going through a divorce, I feel like certain things, you need to get a grip on them or else they really can ruin, oh, like, yeah. your life. Right. People yeah. obsess over them. Yeah. I mean, Stacy was saying that she, she lets her husband go to these Christmas parties by himself because she just doesn't want to deal with people. And that's really sad. Like, she'd right. rather stay home. And so... That's why this surgery was so important, and it was a crazy how during the consultation they were talking about how her doctors made mistake after mistake. Um, Dr. Nassif and Dr. DeBrill were saying that, listen, when you have a hole in a nose, for it to heal properly, you do not put a cast. You let it be right. open and you take a look at it, right. which is literally the opposite of what the doctor did. Which also, right. when you think about it, too, like, that's... I'm not saying it's common sense, but, like, even, like, when you, like, get a really bad cut or something, right. you typically do need it to have some air exposure so it can scab. Mm-hmm. So it's not, like, this soft, like, gra- like, have you guys ever had a yeah. cut that you, you, you cover and it ends up yeah. actually getting, like, pus or something? Because it's, like, I had my stomach cut open. Um, when my appendix uh, well, that was a, that was there we go. Yeah, so yeah. I, I I know w- yeah. what they're what they're talking about. Like literally, when I had my surgery, the doctor was like, "Okay, you're gonna go home." With my stomach was like, I could see the inside of my stomach. They had to leave it like a large incision open. I have a scar to this day, but had they have so- sewed it up, mm-hmm. it would have been completely infected, and they probably would have had to re- recut in there and do everything over wow. again. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, and yeah, what was even crazier is that she reveals that the moment, there's always like a moment when they decide like, no, this is enough. And the mm-hmm. moment where she was like, this is enough is when the doctor said, no, you can come back from a, from a surgery. I, I just watched a few videos on YouTube. <laughs> My- I can't believe he told her that. What dumb, do- well, clearly this dumb doctor did. Like, are you kidding me? Oh, I just watched a few videos. How would, right. If your if your surgeon told you that, what would you have um, done in that moment? I mean, to be honest, I feel like a lot of these people are not um, doing the research that goes into something that's this big. Anytime you're being put under, you can die. Anytime, right? People die all the time from anesthesia. Like, yeah. So the fact that you're having that happen, it, yeah. Are you not asking for how many clients they've done? Are you not asking for uh, before and afters? Right. I would I would want to know how many surgeries you've been under. Also, I think it's is it it's is not it? super common that someone would perform nose job and a boob job. Typically, mm-hmm. you have a more of a specialty. Yeah, that was strange. so. I also feel like with her nose, he kind of just winged it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Like when I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, he was just winging it. Well, and also specializations for plastic surgery is now becoming more common where before it was really. I mean, it's it's not it's it's not heavily like uh, controlled, if that makes Mm. sense. Like you have dermatologists that do Botox and filler and you went to school for you know what I mean? You, Mm. You can literally take an injection course. Nurses, regular just nurses that work at a hospital can take and be certified to do it but it's like unless you have that practice you don't know what you're doing going back to you know some of the questions that these patients should be asking these surgeons like before going under (laughs) is it okay to ask how many um patients have died under your care or have any or have any (laughs) There, yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair question because yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because like you said, every time right. you go under, you're risking that. Right. And I feel like anesthesia. honestly, most if if they've had a death, they're gonna probably lose their license. Oh. Um, 
it's not like you you know what I'm saying just because there's some something or the anesthesiologist well, is going to have okay like what if it's the anesthesiologist's fault but that's what I'm saying that the, then they'll lose their okay you know they have this is why also the insurance is so expensive right. hospitals have to have mm, super high right. insurance for cases like this because okay. they'll get sued and they have to do like pay a whole, out a ton of money yeah pay out a ton of money figure right. out what went wrong how they could avoid this in the future mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. at the end of the day everyone. Everyone makes mistakes at their job. There's nothing you can do about it. As right. hard as you try, there's going to be, you know, someone's going to be really tired one day, and this is a job where you can't make any mistakes, right. but human error, you know, there's that, that super small 1%, but it's possible. So that's why, again, it's like you guys are saying, it's super important to ask those questions and go see a specialist. Look at these doctors. And as go you to my, more than one person. Yeah, second, second opinion mm, is super yeah. important. But you were mentioning how he, the doctor, Stacey's doctor did her nose and her boobs. Her boobs were great. Again, we need a specialist. Look at our botch doctors. Right. You Do you ever see one do, you know, Dr. Right. Nassif will do the nose and all that. Dr. Debra will do the boobs. And exactly. how much, and, and here's where it's like, okay, so how much money are you trying to save? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Because like, okay, so this doctor is 20000 This doctor is, uh, what, fifteen. So you're going to, you're going to, and you're going to risk $5,000 over... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? At that point, if you really have to question, you know, it's that's what five thousand. You shouldn't be getting the surgery. No. You can't afford it. Right. Like just or save when people up some go more to money. Mexico to get certain procedures. Yeah. Done. It's like you really. It's your life. It's your life. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, thankfully, they took on this difficult t- uh, risk of a case, yeah. and she looked super, super happy. Her whole family seemed super happy, and she says that she is ready to hang up, hang up the hat and be the proud wife she has always wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So my question to you guys is, do you see that happening? Can a physical transformation like this really help their, you know, her confidence in their marriage? I Go ahead. I, I was going to say yes. I, I do believe that it can help her confidence. If she really feels that way, how she expressed, oh, I feel more confident, I can be a better wife, then yeah, absolutely. And that's going to take the weight off of him, for sure. He's not going to feel that, I guess, that emotional drain, you know, from her. I feel like that procedure made her more comfortable in her own skin. So in return, she's choosing to be a better wife. I think that today we're really screwed up as a society. Um, And even with the, the... with hope with her daughter being like mm-hmm. oh she's never had a man like mm. I feel like putting beauty with like man and making that be the, the the goal in life it's really discouraging to me and also the fact that we put so much pressure like oh you can't be a good wife if, if you have a, a big nose oh, do you know what I'm mm, saying and yeah. that's confusing to me because what's gonna happen eventually and you see that really a lot in LA you see girls that go to all the same they look related you look related (laughs) like you know what I'm saying your nose looks similar everyone has the huge cheekbones that are fake and you know the brown hair or the blonde hair it's just like don't you to a certain extent doctors are always going to while your nose is different from my nose is different from her nose they have a, a style to what they're doing what's really cool about people is we're all unique and so to me it's really I'm all for it, and I'm all for doing what you want to do to make yourself feel better. But think about it, and you shouldn't. You should do it because you want to, not because it's going to make you right. or break you. Should have called Doctor Gavami. Just saying. Should have. But you know what? I hope her the best. She seems really happy. Yeah. 
and she seems to have found new hope, mm-hmm. <laughs> which hope another another patient that yes, we got to meet. She today. was funny lady. She was a funny lady. She had she had some cute little one liners. Uh, so she said that she had no hopes for her breasts because after giving birth at age twenty four, she got them done, and it was just a mess after mess after mess. And she's at this point in her life where Doctor Debrow and Doctor Nassif are her only hope to get the breasts she's always wanted. She seems to over the years ha- have. A lot of insecurities that have kind of piled up, and she seems to have given that over to her daughter. At least that's what she said. Do you agree with that? Do you think her daughter's a little messed up from all of this? Emotionally. Yeah, yes. why so? Um, just because, well, first of all, I, I want to say that you could tell they have a great relationship. I don't know if that was because of how close they got um, due to her mom's mm-hmm. um, botched surgery. Per- perhaps that was the reason. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that putting an emotional toll on your daughter, um, and I can relate to this, getting a little emotional, you guys, sorry. Um, I, I, I think that was a little unfair to the daughter, and I, I, I get it. You know, you're going through a divorce, but I felt like after she went through that divorce, now she's leaning on her daughter for more than just the the, the support for going through that surgery, yeah. if, if I'm making sense right now. Yeah. yeah. I'm a firm believer in, like, there's a friend, there's friendships and there's uh, parents, and they can't be both. Right. Not that you have to be like you can have a great relationship with your parent, but you it be, almost seems like they're more friends. Oh, for sure. And yeah. I think that that's the kind of mom that like she just wants to be cool, and it's she's messed up. She's really messed up in the head, and it's like uh, why I, you know you're relying on your daughter as like your sidekick. She's not your sidekick. She's actually your daughter. Yeah, and that just puts a weird perspective. Like your daughter shouldn't have to care for you, especially at that age. It's different when you're older, and but. You know, right. and she this had is, her daughter young too. She had yeah. her young, and this is something that's been going on for a while. Now right. her daughter's twenty one, and she has all these insecurities as right. well. But as you're saying, she's been her sidekick at age eleven. She was in the room when she had to stab her own. That uh, made me sick. Can you imagine if your parent just like killed themselves in front of you? No, that's crazy. That's Do you know what I'm saying? No, but I know. Yeah, I know like, what you're saying. But let's. To give context, it's like she wasn't trying to, to do that. She just wasn't, didn't know. No. A nurse told her but what? to perforate to No, no. It. The nurse didn't tell her that. The nurse said, if you have a ruptured um, implant, the surgery will be less expensive because it's more, it's an emergency. It's insurance will probably end up covering some of it. It's an emergency situation. She didn't say to go do it. First she of all, she planted that, the idea in her planted, brain. But what, what sane person <laughs> goes to their house and takes a needle and shoves it into their chest? With their 11-year-old daughter. With their, right. with their daughter. Right. I can yeah. see, you know, if you yeah. want to be a psycho, do it with your husband or a girlfriend. Who brings their baby right. into the bathroom? It's crazy. Yeah. And they were saying that's so high risk because they call this right. the, ti- the the breasts are the tiger uh, zone. Mm-hmm. And there's so many veins that if you touch the wrong one, it, you can bleed to death super yeah. quickly. That's crazy. Yeah. But, like, that's where you, you know, like, I don't know if she just doesn't isn't established to have friends but who I don't even know <laughs> but like also think about it like were your parents like whipping their boobs out at you when you were 10 and 11 no and do you know what she, I'm saying she did mention that like because um her kids would make fun of her like she would take out the fake implant yeah, and smack it them honestly them in the makes, face. it kind like, of makes what? me it makes me uncomfortable not in a sense of like being like straight edged but like it's like it's not like I don't know. It just gives me this dirty vibe. Like, it, I don't... I, it was weird. It was very weird. For me. sure. Yeah. It's like, it was... The, the relationship dynamic between her and her daughter, I, 
it was cute at first, but then as the more I was listening yeah. to what the daughter was witnessing as her mom was going through this, I said, oh, no, I don't think this is it's normal, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. yeah. No, it's not. But thankfully, the surgery was a success. She's super yeah. happy. And we seem to see some growth because at the end of the episode, she's like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. You go hang out with yours. I'm right. sure you guys were happy to see that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, like, didn't, you didn't buy it? I didn't. I mean, I did in the moment, but I'm just like, okay, so what? Now that now that you're confident, which is great, you got everything back in order. Now it's like, okay, I don't need you anymore. I don't know. I saw, maybe I'm just being cynical, you guys. That's just what I felt in the moment. I'm just like, so I what just, does this mean I like now? that the daughter said, I'm, I got my, I have my things to do. Like, you guys take care of her. And that it wasn't True. necessarily the mom saying it. I think, honestly, I think the daughter was sick and tired of her, of the bullshit from her mom. <laughs> yeah, I think, think so, about, too. Like, it gets drained. Like, you, she probably has her own problems. She probably has her own body issues. She, and yeah. she's just always worried on, about her mom's boobs. Like... Yeah, she I means she was a very bubbly kid, but yeah. she was saying, you know, she's 21, she's never had a boyfriend before, which, I mean, it's fine if you have, you know, teach their yeah. own, but it seemed that it was, it, it was a deeper issue. Mm-hmm. That it's not that, she, you know, by choice, it's more so she's not putting herself out there and she's, right. you know, shutting off certain experiences that are really important to yeah, grow. life experiences she's missing out on. Yeah, because yeah. she's having to deal with her mom and her bedroom. Right, right. So right. I'm super glad and super happy for, uh, for her and you know hope now is has new hope but um pooch good good uh, and she really liked how she had those one liners she was like hope is back bitches she like yeah bitches is her favorite word I think <laughs> <laughs> alright so we have one more patient to talk about and then again as I tease at the top we have some super fun special segments we're gonna get to so before those special segments let's finish out our review with Natasha who claims that bigger is better and she definitely has taken the word big butt to a whole new level i um at first when they were introducing her she was sitting down i was like oh i guess she's big but then when, when they were showing these different angles i mean that that was you know we said tv does add a few pounds do you think that no. was it no oh, absolutely <laughs> i think mean, she added a few pounds yeah. <laughs> by far my favorite patient character on the show really yes okay. like by far because she was completely out of her she's clearly not in a real world obviously but it's she's like almost like she knows world. that yeah i know it's she like she's okay being that. Crazy. yeah it's weird yeah she, i mean she, she said she turns herself on like it's like the idea she's like yes bigger oh yes so i'm just like girl like that cardi cra- b i shot my own <laughs> but you know what though? though like it's great to be to have self-confidence and it's great to love yourself. However, she's not loving herself no. because she's changing herself to love herself. So exactly. you don't actually love yourself. You're just as bad as right. That's a front. somebody else because you feel like you need this to be in love And with then she yourself. has to gain so much weight she's in large. order to, if you looked, to make her butt but bigger. But if you looked at her when she walked in to see the doctors, she is easily, her waist is easily easily larger than Paul's. Her actual waist. Yeah. It doesn't, it looks small because her ass and her boobs are so big. Right. But her actual trunk of her core is bigger than his. Yeah. She's a large woman. She really is. She's obese. She's obese. Clinically. Oh, okay. that's fat. Okay, yeah, I did. I I didn't see obese, but I get what you're you're saying though. She's, but I mean, she yeah, is. technically, and the only reason she doesn't have rolls mm-hmm. on her waist mm-hmm. is because those have been take, taken right. out and moved. But the actual fat doesn't change. That's what Kim Kardashian did, right? She transferred fat. 
I don't know what Kim did. <laughs> <laughs> to be well, honest, that's, that's I don't honestly the I don't story that's out there because there were some pictures that came out of her like oh, um, yeah, and I and I know I was like hmm that looks like fat transfer. A lot of times, fat transfer too goes away because it will the fat. You, you normally can keep, I think it's like 30 to 40 percent will remain, but then mm-hmm. your body's either going to get rid of the fat because mm-hmm. it, it knows it shouldn't be there or it's going to mm-hmm. re, it's going to basically like move the fat around. And it's actually a lot of higher risk mm-hmm. than I thought it was. That's mm-hmm. what they brought up in the consultation. Right. They were like, you need to stop doing this. I it's think really people dangerous. think that you have like almost like a, tr- like literally like a pocket where it's just like, oh, skin, fat, yeah. muscle. It's like, no, there's capillaries, there's, your, your fat is living, it's a living organism, so it reattaches on. Mm-hmm. Which is why what, when you get lipo, a lot of times you have to be wrapped up for a while because you're losing that fat. So that skin needs to reattach on to, to where else. the fat was lost so that everything can continue to function. Our body's incredible. But at the right. same time, like... Can't push it too much. Yeah, Right, exactly. And she's like, to she's gone limit. overboard with, with pushing herself. Now, is the fat transfer process a little more safer than the implants getting in your butt? Depends or? on the area. Yeah, oh. and honestly, like... I really don't think... I mean, again, like they were saying, uh, in the United States, it's about 600 cc's is what's mm. the max for a fat transfer. That's that's safe, okay? But, like, when you're doing this, this is crazy. And I just don't understand what you're getting out of it. Like, to have the biggest butt in the world, okay, cool. That's cool for two seconds when you realize, you, you sure, mm-hmm. it's an attention-seeking thing, but then what do you do? Right. But how does she, you asked this question when we were watching this, how does she wipe herself? Like, that has to be the most difficult I thing mean, I literally ever. probably said it so vulgar, but yeah, I, I know. was just it's like... Just, no, I know. A lot she, of things must be really hard for her to do. They were even asking her about when she's in the plane. She she literally bumps people in between the aisles because right. she's so big. She's got a really deep internal issue yeah. that is causing her to really need to be attention-seeking by doing this. And sure. I don't know what it is, but she. I think that a lot of these people really should be recommended to a therapist. She was cute when she was younger. Do you guys remember yeah. the, yeah. the picture? I was like, yeah. she looks and fine. You know what? That's my pro- I think that's my problem. I'm all for... A big butt. Me too. If that is what you're working with, and you go to the gym, and if you ma- listen, if you max your ass out at the gym, then that's where it goes. That's the biggest right. it's going to get. So, but and I'm cool with that, and I'm cool with I like plus size models are gorgeous, like Ashley Graham's gorgeous. Oh yeah. But that's your that's your body. You're not gaining 44 pounds to move fat around. I just I don't again I, yeah it's this idea of using your body as play-doh and always having tweaks and turn it doesn't matter right. if you rather be super skinny or big neither of those if you're comp- if you're so helping. obsessed with changing it all the mm-hmm. time it's not body positivity right. I'm sorry it just yeah. isn't body yeah. positivity is literally just being happy with what God God gave you and, and working and putting an effort to maybe have a a better body but yes. in the sense of what's natural like have a toned body mm-hmm. that's great yeah go to the gym be yeah. healthy this is not healthy it isn't and it wasn't no surprise that they no. decided no operation for you at least <laughs> not in our office and we highly recommend you not to do this further do you think she's going to listen no, no. <laughs> 100%. She's not. Even when they told her you can die and like i think that this is it makes me angry and i, I don't know why i let a show like this make me so mad but like <laughs> i feel like people really don't grasp like life like actual like life no. like no. you're really wanting to have your ass be fat she doesn't to maybe care. die, I mean, and you heard her say she would rather live a short, 
but even exciting life than this long. But it's boring like, why is it life? boring? It's like she, so it's boring, it's not boring to just be right, your size. Right. That's boring. So she doesn't care if she dies young, you guys. That's but what she's does. And the way she said that too, she was like, "I don't care. Like I'll die when I'm fifty, honey." Like he's not saying it's not one of those things where it's like, "Oh, once you hit fifty, you die." I mean, it, like tomorrow you could. Right. Tomorrow you could have that happen. It's a super high risk thing. And again, guys, just be very careful. If you're listening and you're thinking about these surgeries, just make sure that you ask the right people the right, right. questions yeah. and don't jump into anything too quick. And honestly, think about your literally later in life. What do you do exactly. when you can't when you're not able to, to, sit down. to take care of those things? Yeah. Or when when because she's going with trends. When pop culture doesn't tell you it's cool to have a huge butt anymore, then what do you do? I know. It's crazy. But you know, you know, then you have all that skin. Right. It just it, And again, this idea of trends and plastic hey. surgery, um, I think this is a good transition into our, we have a quick news bite for you guys that we're going to get to. Um, because in this episode, they're talking again with bots and how everybody wants a Kardashian butt. So uh, the bots doctors were on the Steve Harvey show and they were talking about just these trends that we always see. They see these trends that everyone wants, wants a Kardashian butt, and it says just more and more every year we see these cases. However, what people don't know, the doctors were explaining, Terry said, it's turning out to be 2,000 times more fatal than any other operation of any kind because people are not seeing the right doctors. They're putting things that they shouldn't be putting in their butts, and they're wanting to go too big. And again, you're sitting on these things. It's just, it's really a hard area to operate. And these are a lot of new procedures that we weren't doing in the past. So there's not enough, uh, you know, how you have to be kind of have a few years back to look how things are. So it's be very, very careful when it comes to these things. This was an article in OK Magazine. So if you guys want to read more about that, I urge you guys to check it out. Um, With that being said, let's head into our very special segment uh, where we (laughs) see Shaq (laughs) and the infamous hot potato. So (laughs) <laughs> in uh, the second episode of season five, we had Hope talking about, before she was going into surgery, how she ate the hottest potato on, in America. And Shaq is someone who did this as well. And she was referring to this specific video, so we thought we'd play it for you guys. Not making a face. No water yet, brother. No water yet. There's nothing to me. <laughs> Uh, I'm, little, I'm not making a face. Though. I'm just. I'm not. I'm just coughing. I'm not making a face. His face, yes, like he is making a face. I'm not making. Ernie, I'm coughing. Ernie, I'm coughing. This should be making me like, ah. Uh, I'm not making a face. Oh, it's hot. That water bottle looks so little next to her. Milk. milk. Yeah, water is the wrong thing to drink when it's hot. Oh, yeah, there you go. Bread and milk. (laughs) (laughs) He's sweating. I take that jacket off. (laughs) All right, thank you for that. That's hilarious. (laughs) Would you guys ever try this? (laughs) Um, No, and actually, um, a job that I was working at earlier this year, um, we had this challenge, the chip challenge, and I decided to back out. Um, and I'm glad I did because the other, it was really the guys who participated and it, their reaction was classic. It was just like Shaq's, but a little bit worse. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, yes I love no. spicy food. Okay. I love, so like sh- when I eat like nachos mm-hmm. at the movies or whatever, I put like a full jalapeno slice on each chip that I eat. Like I love No way. Love All right, Nicole, spicy next week we know we we're going to do it. Her. We're no! going to do it. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know though. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> You know what? You know, if Hope did it, maybe you maybe. know. Maybe. <laughs> what did she say? I ate, I ate it like, like a, a boss, boss bitch. 
<laughs> exactly. That's what you said. Um, all right. So we're almost done with this uh, review. Unfortunately, we're running short on time, but we do have time for a very special segment where Abby is going to tell us about some different celebrity before and after surgeries. And today, none, no, none than other, we're doing Miss Tiny. Um, yes. Because she was in episode one. I don't think we needed to tell anyone that she's done some plastic surgery. <laughs> Why is that? I think we have that covered. Um, I think what's most intriguing about her is her eyes. Mm-hmm. Very few people have, have that surgery done. Um, what is What kind of surgery is it? So it's, it's an implant. I believe it's like they're not necessarily replacing the cornea. What they're doing is they're putting a cut. And then I, they do some type of iris implant almost. Mm-hmm. Um most it's most times like if if it's done here it's done for a medical reason um she went to africa to have it done and she's always open about you know all her plastic surgeries that she's had um there are a lot of complications that can arise from it it's only been four years since she's had it too so we don't know in the future what's gonna happen um it's cool her eyes look cool light but like again like it's cool you know, like, and it's a trend again. You it's can, a trend. You can buy those. Get and, the contacts, right. the colored contacts, and live, girl. Like, I don't. It's yeah, nothing happened. But what her if daughter it did? did the same thing, by the way. And she did. Her, she did. She's starting to have complications. She is. Yeah, she actually is. What do you yeah, know? I think what she, um, I, I can't remember the full on details, but she said her eyes were starting to become very uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think she actually got them removed, and now one of her eyes are different. From yeah. the the other one in terms of color, it's just not your eyes and living organ. Your eyes and organ, like wh- I don't get it. I really don't understand. And when a celebrity does it, it almost like checks it off as like it's cool, you can do it. And then you have all these uneducated people, yeah. going to anyone that maybe says they can do it, and people she kind of go blind cute over right this. Here. I don't know. Yeah. This is a, long, a younger. She's version adorable. Of her. Yeah, I don't. Get she's fifty three. Oh, she's okay. old. Okay. <laughs> she's older because Ti is so young. Yes, Ti is like yes. thirty six. Yeah. Um. She's definitely had. She's done lipo. She's had a tummy tuck. Um, Lips. She's done she's, tons of filler in her face. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I don't think that she's necessarily had a fake lip. A face lip. No. She she has a fake fake breast. Okay. Fake butt. Um. She had a fake butt. She, yeah. Fake fake hair. Yeah, and you guys were mentioning her daughter. So her yeah. daughter uh, Zonique, mm-hmm. uh, she actually is facing possible blindness uh, over this controversial eye color surgery. If you guys want to read more about that, you can go ahead on intouch.com and have and a whole young. article. Oh my gosh, she's super really young. young. She's really young. So just again, she's twenty two years old and facing possible blindness. That's Anyone who, who signed off, like if you want to do something stupid, cool, but don't let your kid. Oh my gosh, yeah, again, her mom was, and you know that her that. mom, I'm sure, paid for it. Oh yeah, for sure. It just that's, that wow. don't change things that don't need to be altered. Yeah. Again, wow. p- possible blindness. That's a ser- not being able to see. You ha- think of all the things that you you know you miss walk, out on in you life. Have, you have to relearn everything. You have yeah. to relearn how to walk you know, read all these things. And if, again, there's so many people who suffer from, from these things and they don't have a choice. And the fact right. that you're making choices that put you in this situation is just, it's, it's very saddening. It, it, it is. It, Over it really eye is. color. Yeah. 
Oh, we're not a caller. Just do contact, you guys. Well, guys, once again, Botched has us full of opinions. Yeah, sorry, always. <laughs> no, don't <laughs> always. be sorry. Uh, I think it's why we love this show so much is that you, it's entertaining and yet it's, you know, it is thought-provoking because we're just going back and forth on morality of certain things. You right. know, it's a lot of aesthetics, but there's a lot of politics that goes into it. Yeah. So it was a pleasure being reunited with you ladies yes. and talking about yes. this. my girls. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and thank you guys so much for listening. This was such an amazing episode. Again, and hop in the comments and we will shout you out on air next time. If you want to keep up with me personally on Instagram, you can do so at Bonjour Juliet. And ladies, where can they find you? And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The Real Nicole, and that's Nicole with the Y. Thanks for joining us tonight, guys. You can find me on all my social media platforms at Abigail double underscore AF. Thank you guys. Until next time. Bye. 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 Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of After Buzz TV or its owners or principals.